0: Frig I'm 50. If you're watching this on the day of release, it is my birthday, 12th of July. Hooray! <laughs> um, you can come and see my show, Oh Frig, I'm 50, at the Edinburgh Fringe if you want. It's on at the Pleasance 1, 7.30 every night. I'm also doing some podcast there, Richard Herring's Edinburgh Fringe Podcast on Friday afternoons. I thought I'd book Saturday afternoons, which would have been clever, in quite a big theatre, at the Newtown Theatre, uh, for the first three Fridays. So come along and see those. If you're in Edinburgh, I will be touring over 50 I'm sure, so come and see that. And also, of course, you can buy from com this emergency questions book full of 500 questions, uh, such as, um, what is your favourite papal name? And that will be a good one for intellectuals. Mine is uh, Bony Face. Uh, but Urban's good, isn't it? There's all sorts of good ones. Uh, do you think that maybe you're in the, your own version of the Truman Show? Everyone does, you fucking idiot! Uh, so if you buy that, it's £10 from com or from me at gigs. All that money will be ploughed back into paying for filming this show. If, and it's going quite well, so we might actually be able to film this series just on the proceeds of selling this book and we paid for the last series with the kickstarter for that book so hooray for us, well done Uh, let's sit back and enjoy Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast my guest this week is Zoe Lyons Mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre (laughs) please welcome a man who has quite badly cut his finger today and need to plaster, that's how bad it was (laughs) it's Richard Herring (laughs) thank you very much, hello Hello, Leicester Square. Hello, how you doing? Hello, London. Um, lovely to be here. Welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. I was, on, I was outside Books Etc. the other day, queuing up. Queuing up with some of the other uh, people for uh, the new Harry Potter release. We were, just wait, we were all waiting outside for the next one to come out. I don't, it's not been announced, but we're just waiting in case. And... Uh, there was a kid there dressed up as um, Hagrid, and uh, he's about he's about five. He called it a realist of us, so I don't know if that's going to catch on. Uh, so yeah, I've cut my finger uh, on I've cut my finger on a uh, in a middle class accident where um, I was putting some glasses back into the into the cupboard uh, and accidentally dislodged a champagne glass that fell out, and I tried to catch it, and it, and I, and, it, and I caught it just as it broke, and it cut my finger, and I properly bled. Oh, it's nasty. It really hurt. Uh, so, but I'm going to soldier on <laughs> and uh, carry on with the show. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's difficult. I mean, fucking hell. I mean, the, uh, thank God this show isn't topical because it's it's just got to the point now where I'm I'm afraid to go to sleep because every time I've woken up. Every day I've woken up just a more appalling news. So, hello people in the future. Uh, you may remember the problems we were having. They're probably nothing compared to what's going on with you. <laughs> this one is going out on the 12th of July, on uh, my birthday. Uh, so uh, I, I hope we're all still here. Uh, but um, we may not be. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I, there was one topical thing I saw in the... I think it was the Daily Express, was at the front page of the Daily Express saying, um, in the light of all the terrorist atrocities that have been happening, that the SAS are, are pretending to be homeless people, uh, so they're ready to to jump into action. Should I, I mean, that is quite irresponsible of the Daily I can't understand... <laughs> Because if it's true, then that means terrorists are just going to go, well, if you see any homeless people, shoot them in the face first. Uh, and if it's not true, then loads of beggars are just going to get a- a- attacked, aren't they, for no reason. So I don't, I don't understand why the... I mean, you know, not that we have any reason to like the Daily Express. Uh, I went to... Uh, and my other piece of news this week is I went to um, a new a sourdough uh, pizza chain. What was it called? Something Franco de wasn't yeah, Frank Manka. I hated it. I thought it was awful. Uh, I, was, I love pizza and I love sourdough. Uh, I just thought it was weak all round. Uh, and uh, my, wife's, uh, my wife had um, anchovies and capers and olives. She's pregnant uh, on her pizza. And it tastes like soap. And I thought, well, that's just because she's got the superpower of being pregnant and all your senses are heightened and you become... It's not a very useful superpower. Uh, but no, I tasted it, it was fucking awful. Uh, but uh, I was in uh, Franco de Manco, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, there's, there's a very limited menu. It's basically got six pizzas one, two, three, four, five, six. And the waitress came over, and I said, Can I have the uh, number six, the Chorizo pizza? And she looked at me like she'd never heard of the concept of what I was talking about. Uh, to the point, where I went, Oh, sorry, is that, have I misread the, the menu? Do you not have that? She wrote it down, but she looked really confused. Like, Can i it's sort of weird that the waitress wouldn't know that that was one of the six options. I mean, I didn't know if I was saying chorizo, right? But, you know, I think you could still work out what I meant uh, if it wasn't right. And then I said, can I have a lager? And she went, lager? Oh <laughs> <I mean>, yeah. <laughs> yeah, lager, you know? I just wonder whether, like, Sam Beckett had just leaped into it. And was, that was what it was genuinely like. I mean, if I was given a job in a pizza restaurant, and I think I could have worked out... She got the orders, you know, they came, they tasted of soap, though, so, you know. I don't know know what's going on. Uh, Look, we'll crack straight on. Uh, So, uh, my guest this week, um, she's probably best known for being in the pilot episode on Sky TV of Street Cred Sudoku. I don't know how to say that, I don't know how to say that, Sudoku. Um, Will you please welcome Zoe Lyons, ladies and gentlemen, Zoe Lyons. (laughs) Come in, sit down, make yourself at home. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm good. Do you I'm remember the, much about the uh, the pilot episode of Street Cred?
1: I've completely forgotten that. Have you? It, it was, was um, yeah. It's on
0: your website. It's not on your IMDb page because it was a pilot. It's on website. Yeah. Jesus, I've got to do go <laughs> You were that. very proud of it you, when it when it came up. I probably
1: up. got one egg and spoon race in primary <laughs> school as well. There was a period of time when I didn't have many credits, so everything just went up there. Yeah, I'll take that off. Thanks, Richard. Yeah, okay. That's embarrassing.
0: Yeah. Good. I I you know I love I, love, I prefer Kakurus to Sudoku's. But I, I can't wouldn't make a game to... show based on either format, I have to say. <laughs> I think it's probably weak. Uh so uh, yes, welcome to the show. Um I didn't want well, maybe I did know this about you, but you first rose to prominence as a contestant on the on the TV show Survivor. Yeah, I
1: did that. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit of <laughs> really embarrassing credit. I, um, yeah, two thousand and one I think won. Yeah, two thousand and one. It was um I was really bored. I was an out of... I I was a waitress at the time. Yeah. Right? Trying to get acting work, failing miserably, because I wasn't a great actress and I was Did really... you
0: when people ordered stuff did you know what they were talking about did I, j- I did, did, did yeah, yeah I wasn't okay. that bad I, okay. Was, okay. I was
1: pretty good <laughs> okay. I wasn't I was I'm just not very dexterous I have spilt quite a lot of uh, jus and gravies down <laughs> quite famous people's backs <laughs> <Good. laughs> yeah because we I used to work in a restaurant where quite a lot of famous people came in and like properly famous not sort of uh, made in Essex sort of famous yeah. like properly like uh, Lucian Freud famous well, properly okay. famous that's good and um yeah, I served uh, Helen Mirren once. She left her glasses on the table and uh, had to run down the street after her, shouting, De Mirren! <laughs> De Mirren! Dean Mirren! And she completely ignored me, and in the end, she went, Oi, Helen!
0: <laughs> Respect, love! And
1: she was like, oh, thanks very much. So, yes... <laughs> I was really bored one day at work, and I saw an advert in a newspaper for a new a, a reality TV show, which was a new thing in that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. was a thing. It was like, what well, is this reality? This will never catch on. Um, <laughs> and it was for the show Survivor. And I had an American friend who'd, who'd seen it in the states, and she went, "You should do that." And I went, "Why? Well, you you'd be good at that." And I went, "Why you'll do good at that?" And she went, "Just give it a go." So I sent it off. The, I sent it off an application. Yeah. <laughs> And then they sent something back, and there was another process. And I, I began to think, I think I could get this. I might be able to get this. And it was they, they'd had Big Brother. Big Brother had already come out. So you were beginning to see the sort of types of people that they wanted on those sort of shows. So I sort of... I hammed up the gay bit a bit. Because I went, <laughs> they'll, they'll need a gay. So that's <laughs> genuinely what I thought. So I sort of went... I basically filled out my application, for like, a bit gay. And... Um, and then I got an interview, and because it was a filmed interview, I did quite well, and then yeah. before I knew it, it was like I was on a plane to Borneo, and <laughs> I was like, shit, this was just a bit of a bet with myself. And I'd really lied about my level of fitness as well. I really, and they were super fit, most yeah, of the people, like it? properly sort of like extreme athletes and that sort of... I mean, there was a couple of people like me, but I'd really lied about it, and it was really hard work. I nearly died within the first 30 seconds of the show being filmed. Right. Because I'm really... I'm really cat handed I've got no sense of balance, I'm all over the place, and we had to jump off this big boat onto a raft to to paddle ashore to this island. I missed it completely. <laughs> Went between the raft and the boat, and then the boat the raft sort of with the water sort of doing this, tracked me at my neck like that, between this boat and a raft. And I was like, Oh god, I'm gonna die in the first thirty seconds of reality TV show. <laughs> it was it was a harrowing moment. Yes. I nearly died a couple of times doing it, actually.
0: Really?
1: I got bitten by Um, where we were filming it has the highest density of sea snakes in the world. And sea snakes are one of the most venomous uh, reptiles on the planet. The good thing about them is they have very small fangs and they're quite far back in their mouth, so it is actually quite difficult for them to bite you. You have to put your head in there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But there's tons of them. There was tons of them. And at one point we were filming, (laughs) bringing this fishing net in, right? And there was a cameraman right there in front of me and this thing came out of the fishing net and went, and bit me twice on the wrist and left two perfect bleeding fang marks and uh, I think I can safely say I properly shat myself with fear <laughs> like properly shat myself and the, the whole facade went and the cameraman's still filming this and I went put the fucking put the fucking gun I, fuck I, I went mentally I was like oh. and um Uh, for about 15 minutes I thought I'd been bitten by a sea snake and then they sent the diver back in it turned out to be an eel but um, (laughs) (laughs) but there was a minute though where I thought I was going to die yeah it was yeah which um, it's weird what goes through your head there's not a lot (laughs) (laughs) sort of white noise and yeah yeah
0: your life flashed before your eyes there was just nothing there not not a lot I've done nothing
1: no not a lot there and it was quite, they had two medics on the island and um, obviously neither of them had encountered a snake bite or a potential snake bite before. And they were arguing with each other about what to do if you're bitten <laughs> on your wrist by a snake. And one was going, keep it above your heart. And other was going, no, keep it below your heart. <laughs> and they're going, no, keep it above your heart. And they was going, no, 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 below your heart. So I thought I'm effectively, if I have been bitten by a venomous animal, I'm now just pumping it around my body. <laughs> I found out later,
0: yeah, below is- your heart. Below your heart. If you're ever
1: bitten by a sea snake in the Borneo area, or on the wrist, um, <laughs> keep it below your heart. <laughs> Did you win Survivor? No, I I didn't do badly though because I was really really shit at most things, <laughs> and I managed to hang on for quite a long time. So they started off with sixteen, and I got down to the last six. Okay, that's all right. And there was a million quid. Yes, I know it's a million quid. Oh, yeah. I started, yeah.
0: Was did yeah. you get anything for coming sixth?
1: Um, I got wood termites buried in my backside. <laughs> Genuinely true. Yeah. I got I got wood termites, but it was Borneo, it's full of
0: That wasn't the prize, right? That no. was just that was just <laughs> <laughs> that were, I quite like that. The first prize is a million.
1: Second prize wood termites <laughs> buried in your backside. That you have to get out by rubbing petrol into your ass. Do you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah great diet though i looked amazing for a few months <laughs> really
0: yeah, i think maybe i should go and survive it are they still doing it
1: no um no. not here no it's quite it didn't really do well in this country because we prefer watching people slag each other off um in a house yeah. <laughs> and the americans and the australians prefer seeing people do stuff that's got a bit of right, en- yeah. endeavor to it yeah. yeah
0: i like the channel four is it called shipwrecked was it like shipwrecked yeah, Remember that one is. Was that, where was I like that, that, that. Yeah. well it's mainly because it was like young people in bikinis stranded on an island <laughs> yeah. you have I been did, very
1: disappointed I, I, in I, my I, bikini look. <laughs> <laughs> after <were> a month <sighs> it's um because <laughs> I mean it gets quite wild yeah I, yeah I looked like shit I looked like yeah I looked like I'd been on a desert island for a month it was, there was fur everywhere full beard <laughs> wood termites buried in my arse <laughs>
0: There's it a really sit- wasn't a- Love
1: Island. It There's really a- wasn't.
0: A- There's a sitcom in that, though, isn't it? The yeah. wood- a woman with wood tie eyes like in her <laughs> <Yes>. anus <laughs> as she gets around. Um, <laughs> good. So you, 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 I mean, you moved around a lot. You were born in. Wales, Wales, but you grew up in uh, Ireland, Ireland, and and Glasgow. You were Ireland, at the university. and then Surrey
1: and then Glasgow. What, what was then,
0: the reason for the moves? I couldn't
1: uh, work that out. Well, my dad's Irish, my mum's English, and he was, he was working in Wales when I was born. And then they got he he took another job back right. in Ireland, so I went to school in Ireland. I was brought got the old Irish passport, which I am most grateful <laughs> for. Uh, <laughs> Post Brexit, um, yeah, I, yeah, I was I was brought up in Ireland, yeah. taught by nuns. Um, this is what you get. <laughs> and uh, uh yeah, we moved back to England when I was about nine years old. We moved to Surrey, yeah, and then uh from Surrey, then my mom and dad split up, and my stepfather's Scottish, so he got retrans, he got transferred back to Glasgow, so I ended up in Glasgow. Right, so yeah, a tour of the
0: United Kingdom. Yeah, my
1: accent's been all over the yeah. place because now I sound like I'm from the north, but I've. I'm not. <laughs> but it's just sort of gravitated somewhere central. It's like, oh, fuck this. We can't keep up with you. Where are we going? Because I had a really strong Irish accent until I was about nine. And, right. then it, and then it became Surrey and then a bit of Glasgow. And now it's just kind of got, oh, fuck it. We'll yeah. just. But it's quite handy for comedy because I can northern it up a bit or southern it up a bit, depending on where I am. Yeah. And I shamelessly use it to ingratiate myself on, <laughs> on crowds around the country. Yeah, I really do. First time I played Manchester Comedy Store, I was like, <laughs> Lovely. Oh, ecky thump. You know.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's like, you that's what I'm very much yeah. like, I yeah. can do that. <laughs> my friend. <my impression. laughs> um, and I was, I was, I think you're talking to Stuart Goldsmith about your ch- your childhood and your kind. You, I think because you've just done a show um, called Misfit yeah. that's finished now, isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: just finished.
0: Um, so, but that was about. Is it was the show partly about your childhood? About being, a bit, of a, being a, mis- a bit
1: a bit of a misfit and sort of moving. You know, yeah. you know, growing up in different places and being you know a gay kid at school, a gay kid at school with alopecia, so yeah, like A balding homo, yeah, I know, <laughs> a homo with a comb over. That's that's yeah.
0: Because you seem like I've only known you, you know, more recently. Probably seen, I've probably met you in about 2004, 2005 yeah. on the circuit, I guess. And you've always seemed kind of incredibly cool to me do you You, think yeah really you've got like tattoos
1: you live in Brighton in Brighton I mean you've got to get one of those to live in Brighton if you don't have a skateboard or a tattoo you can't come in you're not allowed no and we've become very strict about this now that we've got the Republic of Brighton and Hove which has got we are the only Labour and Green MPs on the South Coast so yeah there's a checking system as you come in now (laughs) you've either got to have a scooter a skateboard or a tattoo right yeah yeah. Um, and that's that. Yeah, but
0: you weren't very—you weren't—you didn't consider yourself cool at school. You oh were God, called, no. God, no, God! You no, said I you were called totally, the freak. was—I was, I was called the
1: freak. That was my nickname was at school. The freak. But I was a bit weird.
0: I mean, I, I was a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. Was that? Was that? Where, would that be in Glasgow? That, that was in stage? Glasgow. Yeah. yeah. So you were kind of English in Glasgow. I had something.
1: a really—I had an English accent by that point, yeah. and then moved to Glasgow.
0: <laughs>
1: I know. Did, did not yeah. make it
0: easy on yourself. No. Um, and so, how did you, how did the comedy? So you were do You were trying to be an actor. First of all, when you went to the poor school. Yeah, I went acting. to
1: university. Well, after school, I went to university, and at university, I just spent loads of time doing plays and or trying to do. Well, yeah, I tried to do. Play- I was usually given. I was usually the sort of club-footed maid. That was the role I was given, right. um, and I spent a lot of time making props for plays, wanting to be in the <laughs> plays, and. Um, uh, and then somebody came I got the lead role in a Brian Friel play Dancing at Lunasa which was amazing by I, I, Maggie one of the sisters in that cool. and that was amazing so then I decided I wanted to go to drama school after uni and um, did that for a couple of years and then you know it, it's really hard it's really hard getting work as an, as an actor yeah. and um, I did a bit of fringy stuff um, and then I just started watching more and more stand up and and I thought, you can actually do that for yourself. You're not waiting for somebody else to give you permission to do that. Yeah, Somebody's yeah. not going to go your face in that role off your pop. So I started to watch more and more open mic stand-up. And, you know, some of it was good and some of it was so bad. <laughs> I just thought, I could be that bad. I could, if, that's, if that's how low the bar... I can I can definitely hit that low bar. Um and I just went and watched loads of stuff and made notes to myself what to do, what not to do. Yeah. And I had a list like, don't look at your watch, that looks really unprofessional. (laughs) I totally do that all the time now. I'm like, fuck, are we still going? Christ, aren't we? (laughs) Um, And, um, I booked myself in to do a five minute spot at the King's Head in Crouch End. And, uh, went along and did it and yeah. that was it I just, that was literally it then I had another gig the next week and another gig next week and I just kept doing it and
0: you won an award quite. you won, you won the funny women must have been quite early was that quite yeah, early? yeah a few or? months in yeah, yeah. So it was...
1: with really shit material <laughs> but I had the confidence of something you know when you watch a drunk crossing the road and they don't care <laughs> they don't care that <laughs> In between lorries, I like. Whoa! That was me doing my first gig that. Like, <laughs> there was absolutely no substance to it. The material was horrific, um, but I had that blind comf- that blind old, drunk confidence. Of yeah. I wasn't drunk. I don't drink on stage because I know. <laughs> <laughs> I made that decision very early on because I thought if that becomes a habit, it's going to get very expensive. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: So, it's difficult yeah. though isn't it? because you are like that as a comedian. You are working in pubs basically all the yeah, time. all the time. And so you know, or bars and people yeah. give you drinks after the. I mean, it's all right if it's after the show, I guess. After but the show, yeah. people are you know, people are encouraging you to drink. And all yeah, you, know. you can't do it. No, yeah,
1: you see, I know some comics can mix the booze and the and the humor, but I can't. It just all goes. Yeah. the Timing goes. Everything goes. I did it once. I did that thing where we we went out... Because doing this job, sometimes... It's easy to forget sometimes it is a job, isn't it? Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, Yes. (laughs) You know? And uh, it, it was a really lovely afternoon in Brighton... And the wife and I went for a stroll, and we ended up having a lunch by the seaside. And we said, would you like a glass of wine? And I went, well, I'm working later. I really shouldn't have a glass of wine. <laughs> Come on, a little glass of wine. <laughs> and we said, well, if we're getting glasses, we might as well get a bottle. Get a bottle. It's easy to get a couple of glasses. Isn't it? But even if the larger glasses, you're leaving essentially one glass of wine on its own in the bottle, and that's going to be lonely. So just for the wine's sake, we should really just consume it all at once. And one thing Left to another, and it was a beautifully sunny afternoon. Three bottles of wine later, I I, was like, "I've got to go and do a gig," and um, it was it was awful. It was. I, I think I got away with it, but inside I was like, I will never,
0: ever, ever do this. Again. I think it just throws you off. I mean, it's, I think oh. it's like, if you have your lovely gig, it can be okay, but if the minute anything goes wrong, you have to deal with anything. You have to but,
1: think outside of what yeah. you've really got set in your head. Well, because uh, the beauty
0: is usually you're the sober person in the room and everyone else is pretty drunk, yeah. so if anyone chips in, you're yeah. at a massive advantage just, over them.
1: I don't know what I'd have done, <laughs> starting a fight or something, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. Come on, in, take it outside, I'll <laughs> fucking have you! I'll have you! but Jason
0: Cook used to do uh, the Frog and Bucket used to do a late night gig where he would get you would have to be hammered to go on I can't remember what they called it oh really yeah so I did my I went up where one year did my show and then they had a late night show after my show yeah in which they plied me with tequila shots and beer and and, then
1: made you do and then
0: I did you know but it was so I mean I was really properly pissed fully pissed yeah uh, and it was quite exciting because you just start coming up with really yeah. strange stuff, uh, and, and the people <laughs> yeah. shouting stuff, and then you add living stuff. I started living stuff about the Bible, and it was all quite yeah. factually correct as well. It was yeah. quite, uh, and it was I can't I can't remember what it was because <laughs> I was drunk, so I remember it the next day. But it was quite impressive. But then I was also just incro- there were some girls in the front who were being a bit chippy, but I was just incredibly yeah. inappropriately rude to them like, even by my own standards just too just too rude too rude about their physical appearance in a way that you only got away with because they knew, and they were you know there was they, they, tequila was appearing on the stage as you were going so it was, everyone knew what the score was but.
1: that's alright as long as everybody knows what it's got, <laughs> yeah. is it? there's so many of those gigs now up in Edinburgh that's got a sort of theme to them haven't they yeah, a yeah. sort of slight tilt on, on what's going on it's like you come out you do your set but you don't quite do your set you wrap you your set or you rap somebody else's saying,
0: you know, <laughs> do I have to? <laughs> it's a lot. Oh, the thing I remember from the, 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 from the early days of when I saw you, which I did get with you a few times early on, was you did a very good impression of Sherry Blair, that was it which must be now. You probably don't do that anymore, I guess. It's yes. still there. Is it still
1: there? <laughs> 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 that, won't, that won't come across on the podcast.
0: Uh, yeah, it well, Some there. of it, the film people. It is.
1: Say. I've got a funny face. Um, yeah, it's a sort of I used to, yeah, and I did, I used to do that thing when I first started. The going, oh, you know, when you got, hello, you think I'm, I look like, you know, what you do, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, do yeah, yeah. But mine was a cross between Mr Bean and Myra Hindley, and it used to get quite a big laugh. <laughs> <laughs> If you do look, <laughs> they very much feature in my features.
0: That's so. classy, though. That's a, that's, that classy. A, that's a classy version of that. I used, joke that stu- I used
1: to have a stupid joke. You know, I'm very good at children's parties. I'm fun but firm. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: takes a lot to shock the less podcast audience.
1: I think I've managed
0: it. Really. But you've, you've done it It's very early on. That's good. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll push them further. Don't you worry. Um, uh, I'll I'll move to an emergency question because right. you know we're in that's we're in emergency now. Uh, I've, I mark some out and now I can't find them. Oh, here we go. This this is the one that I really want to ask you. <laughs> this is the first one I've come across. If you had to be anally violated by a popular chocolate bar, yeah. If you had to, yeah. Which chocolate bar would you choose to be inserted in your anus? Well,
1: I don't think I'd be shy if I was going for it. Yeah. So it would have to be the full four-finger twigs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do it, yeah. do it. Don't go for a flake. Nobody will enjoy that. It doesn't, have the, it doesn't have the consistency to
0: do the job properly.
1: No. I'd go for the full, yeah, or even a chunky.
0: Yeah. Chunky Kit Kat. A chunky Kit Kat. The next question is, after you have been anally violated by the chocolate bar, yeah. who would you like to then eat the chocolate bar, not knowing where it had been, whilst you secretly watched them?
1: <laughs> oh. Well, that's a double-edged sword question, isn't it? Because you're going to have to get rather intimate with somebody you might not like. Well, you yeah. wouldn't like them, yes, yeah, so... But it's your asshole. Yeah. So, I, at the moment, probably somebody like Michael Gove. Because oh, yeah. he looks like he's already done that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. he's, got that he's got that sort of... Fe- like, oh, sorry, I've just, I've just come away from uh, analing munching some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that look... Yeah. He's got a face that looks like he'd be well adapted to that.
0: He's got a face that looks like he's eaten a lot of chocolate yeah. bars. Yeah, definitely. Uh, although, you know, I think he would like it. I can't believe he's, he's been... He's back. I know, Go- God, it's incredible. I had a chance to kill him. Did you? Well, I had a couple of chances to kill him, but uh, I was, saw him. Uh, he was just walking around the Westfield before Brexit yeah. on his own with his kids, it... and I had a bottle of beer, and you know I could have smashed it, and just and there was no no security detail. No, I, I don't. Know, I can't work out if it have been worth being in prison for thirty years. No, to,
1: no. I to mean, spared this from that. I don't know. I mean, what is he now? Environment secretary or something? Yeah, or he's environment
0: secretary. Well, as we record, he's the environment oh, secretary. Anything could, could have happened yeah. by, the, by the 12th of July when this goes. By up. The 12th of
1: July. <laughs> oh, is that some big date in the it, DUP calendar as well? That it, it is. Like- it yeah, is yeah. Actually. So we'll be marching. There'll be there will be whistles. That'd be lovely.
0: I like things. So my favourite colour is orange, and uh, yeah. I love bowler hats and marching. So. Uh... <laughs> Deliberately, mar- I like deliberately marching through an area where people don't like me. That's why I like, <laughs> listen, and listen. where that is offensive to them. So you know, it's, it's perfect for me.
1: They're so homophobic, the DUP. But then yeah. I wonder what they think about oranges. Aren't the only fruit? <laughs> that must really conflict. They'll be Like, no, they're not. Yes, they. No, they're. Yes, they. Oh, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I'm going to have to eatly protrude something up. Four fingers of chocolate. There you go.
0: Um,
1: yeah, it's a strange old world, isn't
0: it? Yeah. It's a strange old world. It's, quite, it's very, very strange at the moment. Which, I'll ask you another question. What swear word would you like repeatedly shouted by a drunk man at your funeral? Oh. The drunk man is turning up regardless and is yeah. going to shout something, so you might as well choose. <laughs> Mum,
1: I quite like Fat Knuckle yeah fuck knuckle my mum uses it every now and again oh just a complete fuck knuckle and it's it's funny when a woman in her 70s says it, it really is it's got and it's 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 quite a meaty swear word isn't it It's fuck knuckle um so, yes, fat knuckle. Good, yeah. Knuckle. And I think it's one of those words, if you said it over and over again, it would lose any sort of meaning and then it become quite sort of rhythmic and, and almost sort of yogic. Fat knuckle, yeah. for knuckle Almost knuckle, like knuckle. a
0: hymn of some yeah. kind to, to sort celebrate of a your life. State,
1: a meditative state, <laughs> meditative state, yeah. <laughs>
0: Good. Um, so, um, you're mari- you've married a Dutch woman, according to Wikipedia. That's what it says. Married. You've <laughs> no, married a Dutch woman. Wikipedia says she married a Dutch woman. Jesus Christ. Do you think Dutch people should be allowed to get married? Um. <laughs> I don't mind them getting together, but yeah. I just don't know whether they should, should be, re- be that should be recognised. The Dutch uh, union. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I think they should marry out of Holland. Yes. I don't agree with um, same nationality marriages okay. for the Dutch people. <laughs> I think that's abhorrent and and slightly disgusting. Okay. Um, And the thing is with Dutch people, they've got quite a concentrated character to them. They're very... um, They're really blunt and to the point, Dutch people. So I think (laughs) that needs to be diluted with maybe marrying somebody from perhaps Southern Europe or going... Or a Brit. Um, uh, But two of them together, wow. (laughs) Yeah, too much. You know, you ask a Dutch person what they're thinking, they will tell you. And it's, it's... It's quite harsh. It is quite. You've put on weight. I don't like your hair. Why are you fat? Something smells funny. Like oh my god! It's it's like being with a a, a sort of a a child at times.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, my wife is. She's got. She's a quarter Norwegian or something. My wife. Okay. Um. Or something. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I didn't really bother. I've asked her stuff but you know it's boring trying to remember is isn't it uh, so um but she's very blunt I uh I, yesterday I cooked um a roast uh, dinner for roast lunch for all my it was Father's Day but oh, I, yeah, I so you the dinner I did all the cooking because yeah. uh, that's <laughs> It's sort of a reverse world, isn't it? Uh, and uh, I, what I like when I do a roast is to roast garlic. I really like roast garlic. Yeah. But no one else likes it. So at lunchtime, I ate an entire, <laughs> probably two I'm whole, clu- well, two bulbs of uh, roast garlic. Wow. Now, when I, I did a gig and it was quite sweaty, and then I came back to bed, and my wife went, what's, Is oh, there's something, oh. you, so have you been, like, sprayed with something on the tube? <laughs> oh, no. I had to go and have a shower. Because uh, yeah, and she was re- because she's pregnant, so like all smells are heightened, so it's even worse for her. But I've been sweating, garlic So if I'm still sweating garlic, I apologize. I'm
1: not getting
0: it off you now. Um, but I was, it was so bad, she thought there'd been an industrial accident of some yeah, kind, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, the, or you know, some kind of chemical attack on the tube. <laughs> So she's quite blunt as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've really had to train my yeah. wife yes. on how not to get punched in public, like <laughs> say. Yeah, it's fascinating. But then I've learned from her, because, you know, as Brits, you know, I, I'm overly, I'm really sort of overly apologetic. And it, after 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 after, 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 after. <laughs> And it dawned on me the other day, if I was ever in any sort of life-threatening situation, you know, like a boat going down or something like that, I, you'd want to be with my wife. Because not only would you get on that lifeboat, They'd just be the two of you there, like <laughs> you'd be there going, you should be there going, fuck off. I like boats, get off. I like roads. get off. I mean, you, she's 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 so um, she's forthright. I yeah. quite like that, yeah. It's good, it's so what it's I look for in a lady that and their <laughs> broad shoulders. Have
0: <laughs> <laughs> you been together? Have you been together 16, 20 17, 19, 16, 19 years. years, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, wow, 19 years, yeah. God a long time, isn't it? Yeah, it
0: is. not it i have do, done like nine with my wife. Think, for, nine? Yeah, yeah. Nine, you haven't. hit
1: a sort of point around about ten and then you're like, we might as well just carry on. now." Been, those ways. So many things in your name, I wouldn't know where the electricity bills are. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes more of an administration horror yeah. than anything else. You know, I don't know, I don't know where, who, who pays the water bills or what's going on. So to extract yourself from that level of admin... <laughs>
0: It's interesting. I'm only staying in the relationships because I'm almost certain to die first. Yeah. Uh, My wife doesn't appreciate how much stuff I do. Yeah. And once I'm dead, she'll find out how much stuff I do. (laughs) Oh, really? And then she'll appreciate me. So I'm staying. She just thinks I don't do anything, but when she's dead, she's going to find she's out how much that. stuff. Yeah. Like I'm just a, I'm a duck floating on the water, and the legs are going underneath. It's an, ama- it's an amazing amount I contribute <laughs> so to that. So
1: much low-level admin. A- amazing going on.
0: stuff I do. Yeah. She's not going to be able to cope without me, and that delights me. Yeah. So I'm staying. I'm staying in the relationship, I'm definitely going to die first. So. She's she much
1: younger than you. She's is, like
0: 13 years younger than me. See,
1: my wife is 14 years older than me. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so she's a good 36 now. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so she's older than yeah. me. It's, but it does make you think differently. You think, well, yes. she probably, well, she's maybe healthier than me. I don't know. But, you know. You've got to, I found myself saying well, we've got to do this while we, you're still alive, love, you know. <laughs> holidays I'm like well why not because we don't really know how long and, uh, you know there's only an imagined future <laughs> yeah.
0: we've we've just bought a puppy because we're moving to the countryside because I'm yeah. 50 Yeah, and it's the first pet I've had that I thought there's actually a good chance you will outlive me yeah. <laughs> yeah. what sort of puppy uh, it's a half a German shepherd half a husky
1: oh that's yeah that's robust yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that will prob- that'll, that'll that'll probably that you will last
0: yeah. that last, last five years. And that'll live you, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you can't worry uh, about yeah, so that. Yes, that's exciting. Uh, you used to work in a jam factory, I would like to know all about that. Uh, <laughs>
1: that sounds like such a horrific euphemism, <laughs> I didn't, it, it, we didn't actually make jam in the factory. What? We packed jam, I know. Oh, I, come I off know. it. We packed jam. In, Gla- in Glasgow, in the summer holidays, I worked in a, pa- in a packing factory that packed jam. And um, it was brilliant, actually, because it was all women who worked there. And it was sort of, think, think you know the Tetley Tea... Boys with the hats and the I coats. Do, yeah, yeah. Imagine that, but Glaswegian women. That's <laughs> that's. Cool. They all had the little coats on, little the nets on the head, and just the funniest, funniest,
0: brilliant people. Yeah.
1: Just um, you know, st- st- basically stood eight hours a day packing
0: jams into. A- How do you pack jam out? Is there a machine that you have to operate, or do you just no? Cause we put together
1: things like hampers and that sort of thing. Oh, okay. so so, just, so it wasn't just jam.
0: You weren't even putting the jam in the jars. Put, no. The jar jam, jam would turn up, and you yeah. would put it in stuff.
1: And then uh, that uh, is not uh, a job worked <laughs>
0: did the, <laughs> a lot <of> fudge packing <laughs> fudge packing because
1: we sold they sold fudge as well and you'd have to pack that into boxes so I'd spend a whole day fudge packing <laughs> uh, <laughs> I ate a lot of fudge yeah it was um, it was a great job I was 16 yeah I was 16 I was getting like 200 quid a week which is pretty good yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, doing... It, it, I miss camaraderie of working with other people because this is such an isolating, lonely job at times. It I, can be, yeah. yeah.
0: I think especially when you start when you start doing your own tours and you're off on oh, your own. Oh,
1: God. You're on your own, yeah. Because yeah. when I tour, I mean, it's so... I don't have support and I don't... Oh, I, Very rarely do I have support and there's certainly no tour manager or any of that thing. So you're on your own the whole... Day. So sometimes the first proper conversation you've had is on stage. Yeah and you're like (laughs) it's hot in it (laughs) how are the kids they all right (laughs) so yeah I miss the camaraderie of workplace yeah Mm. maybe I'll go back it's a, a very factory. strong possibility that we will go back to jam packing. <laughs> I wouldn't have a problem with that. No, I've always said, when I've had enough of this, I'll just stop. I will not Ken Dodd the shit out of this. There's right. no way. There is no way I'll be doing this at 80. Absolutely right. no way. There'll be one day where I go, that's the last gig I'll ever do, and then I'll stop and I'll go back to packing jam. <laughs> and it'll
0: all be like a dream. See, that's interesting. I, I, I think most comics would... Feel they wanted to carry on for as no, long as they could carry on. What's your I think, what's your off point? Of where, there's a where's, very where's very thin be? line
1: between showbiz and tragedy, <laughs> there is. isn't it? Yeah. And you know I skate it. I'm teetering on it most of the time. You know <laughs> when I'm turning up to do my short tour show, and they go, well make it look busy. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> We've put the tables out so that the tables take up quite a lot of space." Um, <laughs> so you you're constantly teetering on that sort of thin line between tragedy and showbiz, and um, I think there will come a tipping point where one day I'll go no. So you see people who've been working on on cruise ships for a long time and just that sadness in yeah. their leathery faces.
0: <laughs> and, uh, I think when some I think if you still, uh, Ken Dodd isn't maybe not a great example because he still packs people into the He packs
1: them in but he keeps
0: them there for days. He does. yeah. I
1: mean <laughs> they I mean they don't all make it out because they're, they're quite old a lot of his audience <laughs> you know so you're not all going to make it to the end of the 4 hour show. Um but i i mean you I, I i admire people like that but it's just not in me yeah. it's just not in me
0: i think it's interesting i can't remember which comic it was but it was a comic from like the generation before mine he was talking about that once you get into your 50s and 60s and you're doing all the driving around yeah. and you do, and you're still playing to 20 or 30 people Yeah. and i think they had a cut and they nearly had a car crash or something and they just thought this isn't yeah worth doing this you know yeah. and they were quite a big name i can't remember who it was but you know they just they didn't there is a tragedy, I suppose, if you just keep pushing it and, yeah, and, and, you're, and you're not accepting and, it. But
1: life's short as well, and I think you should be able to do other stuff. Yeah. You know, try other stuff as well. Who knows? Maybe, I don't know, you know, maybe I want to be an accountant. I don't know. <laughs> I say this because I had a bit of an epiphany the other day, because for, for all of my life I've ordered lattes. And um, <laughs> a, a couple of weeks ago I thought, no, so break the mould, life short. And um, I ordered a flat white and you know what I really really like flat whites and I'd never knew I liked flat whites and I denied myself flat whites for all of that 25 years I've been drinking lattes and it turns out I actually prefer a flat white and I think life's like that you think well maybe there's a a husband and kids out there for me somewhere (laughs) if I can be that wrong about a mixture of milk and coffee (laughs) maybe I can be really wrong about a a lot of other really important stuff you just don't know Mm. I'd like to work. I'd like to be a forest ranger. Would you? Yep. Yeah. I really would. A big Out of pair all the of, rangers, a forest ranger. Yeah, it has to be a forest a ranger. Forest ranger, not the Lone Ranger. Again, isolated. <laughs> um,
0: I think a forest ranger is probably pretty isolated.
1: No, you go back to the you go back to the headquarters, so the and have a cup of station. tea, the ranger station, yeah. with all the other so, rangers, yeah, and talk about stuff, and you get a nice big pair of utility shorts with possible big p- p- pockets of on the side I'd like that and then the use of the uh, forest ranger um, range rover the sort of Land r- discovery that's now not being made anymore but they'll still keep going for ages now. it's such a reliable four by four um, and uh, yes, yeah, fixed fences Yeah. spot deer that'd be lovely that'd be really nice Yeah. I'd really like
0: that get picnic baskets off of bears and give them back to yeah. the people <laughs> that sort of thing would it be in the whereabouts? Would the forest be well, like that you're the, there's bears
1: involved now. Yeah. We'd have to go abroad. <laughs> so uh, this this ambition has r- risen somewhat. Um, yes, I mean abroad would be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. My brother lives in Alaska. And, oh my um, god! Yeah, which is proper abroad. Yeah. Um, and I was there. <laughs> I was there in December, and it's an amazing place. I mean, it's properly uh, it's properly Republican. Like, yes. Yeah, it's Properly, proper. It's the place. Yes. It's the sort of place where even the bears carry arms. It's, uh, I don't know whether they've misread the constitution. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but It is. It's properly. You know. And you, you can drive for days and not see anybody. You, you drive in Alaska and you can see nothing for hours and hours and hours. And then look at, you'll come across this like wild saloon bar in the middle of nowhere, and then they'll have a sign outside that says "Girls, girls, girls." And you just think, where are they? come from where, where, have they, where have the girls come from haven't they passed the car for three hours just, what are they just beavers with bigger nipples I don't know just, but I think I'd be quite happy living out there listening yeah. to John Denver CDs and and kicking about in the woods.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You travel a lot as a comedian now and you do you're one of those comedians who does that so you've been to the Australian circuit? Yeah. You do you yeah. do quite a lot there's quite a lot of gigs around the world that you can do if yeah. you follow, follow that circuit. Yeah,
1: I've just come back from New Zealand. Yeah. That was nice. Um uh, uh I won't go again, It's too far. It's it's too far. I've never been to New Zealand, I've Having been to you... Australia a few yeah. times.
0: I can't let's go back but I, it is too far it's a
1: long way come I need on.
0: more people to like me in Australia
1: yeah it's a long way I
0: mean some people do like me in Australia but more probably than they did 10 years ago 15 years ago you do it. find
1: yourself sort of turning up and you think why have I come all this way <laughs> Have got this smaller crowd in Cumbria. <laughs> to travel for twenty six hours an economy. Just, yeah,
0: it's a long way away.
1: It's a very long way
0: away. Um, and then very nice. And it's, I enjoyed being out there. But I think it's you know again. I think it, yeah. it's, your life changes as well, doesn't it? I mean, now it just yeah. You, I mean, yeah. I, I know, before my kids get. To, uh, to, oh, you know, I have to go to school, I guess, this is the, probably the time to do it. So you could travel out as a family. and yeah But yeah, I just sort of feel like I'll go to Australia for six weeks to earn no money yeah, <laughs> and then come back. come back and go, oh, shit, shit we yeah. have to yeah. move out of the house now, <laughs> and give it back to the bank.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've done
1: some fun things in Australia though. I did I did the Melbourne um, comedy road show. Oh yeah, yeah, I was going to ask about so that. So that's where they drive you all around, you do all the you do, you know, various states and um, I did Western Australia on one of the runs and it was brilliant because we were performing in towns where we as the comedians were the only sort of people not working in the mine we were the only non-miners because there's huge mineral mines out yeah. in Western Australia and um, it, there's you know sod all else there and I'm turning up going oh God they're going to hate me they're going to really hate me you know this is a long way to come to die on your ass. that's <laughs> the other thing you're thinking isn't yeah. it yeah, I've, I've travelled for 36 hours just to be showered at and die on my ass. <laughs> and um and they were so sweet and so welcoming they were brilliant yeah. they were absolutely brilliant I loved it but yeah you're performing in some quite strange places
0: yeah, yeah. and Australia as you get into the middle becomes kind of weird and oh, yeah. um, unsettling the in politics in Australia ways. is yeah. quite
1: but it's, it, well, it's like the States you stay around if you can see the sea you're going to have a decent conversation with somebody <laughs> if you can't see the sea strap in because three seconds into the conversation it's going to go places you didn't want it to go <laughs> You know, because driving around Australia, you see all, a, a land full of immigrants, just literally third generation immigrants, you know, apart from the Arab originals, it's third generation immigrants going, oh, we don't want immigrants here, you know, and you're like, oh, you're all immigrants,
0: you're,
1: you're Greek, you are Greek, you know, and see those those um, uh, bumper stickers that you see in Australia, you know, yeah. back off, we're full, and you go, you know, I've had a look, there's loads of space, there is literally tons of space. You've got a lot of space, so. They really yeah. do.
0: Well, we might talk about that more with uh, Brendan and Craig, who will be on in a few weeks. I think that might be something we'll be talking yes. about. Uh, but, uh, cool. Uh, you mentioned somewhere in an interview about the uh, Alan, being on the Alan Titchmarsh show. <laughs> uh, and there wasn't very many de- much details about it, but uh, we want to talk about tattoos on the Alan Titchmarsh show. Oh, that- God.
1: You know sometimes your yeah. agent phones you up and goes, will you do this? <laughs> yeah. It's blah, 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 pounds. And you go, oh, I need blah, 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 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but you haven't really listened to the first bit of the sentence. All you've heard is blah, 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 pants. You're like, no, I need blah, 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 pants. Um, and I got to go on the Alan Titchmarsh show, which is recorded in front of a live studio audience and I use that word so loosely. <laughs> so, so loosely. And um, they were doing tattoos. They were doing a thing about etiquette and tattoos and um, they had this prat on with the floppy hair and the and a blazer who was an etiquette expert. Right, yeah. And just a complete and utter wanker. Um, <laughs> the sort of person you glee, you'd never tire of slapping. just—it <laughs> just so stuck up. And he was only about 22, 23 You know what I mean? like that. You know, I think tattoos, it like, makes, makes a human look like a, 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 a human toilet wall. I, I was just sat going, oh, I bet you've seen a lot of toilet walls. You? Head flushed down the toilet when you were... A, school kid um, so it was really it was a really awkward really it didn't go anywhere we were just talking about tattoos. it was it was it was Alan Titchmarsh <laughs> I was completely I was like oh well, I didn't need blah 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 pounds this much I've been humiliated in front of a half dead audience that's going to be and um as I left the stage, it was just this pointless thing where you just go, oh, God. Sometimes you do things and tell you that you just, it's like, it's so shameful. You just feel like you've crapped yourself in front of a room full of people. You say, <laughs> like, oh, don't look at me. I've soiled myself. And um, as I left the stage, the next act on was a disabled dog. <laughs> he had, <laughs> had back wheels for legs. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, And they loved him, they fucking loved him. And they gave me something, I thought, I've been upstaged by a disabled dog on wheels for blah, blah, blah pounds. And I just, oh, it was horrible. It was yeah. a really horrible um,
0: experience. He doesn't do that show anymore. It was an odd choice, Alan Titchmarsh. Alan Titchmarsh. He was a gardener, wasn't he?
1: He's a gardener and a novelist. Yeah. And just a bit judgy. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you could tell he was siding with the bloke who didn't like tattoos. And I, I can't even remember what I said at one point. I can't, I can't, it was just, it was that horror of realising you're inside something. Like you're in a really bad thing, but you're being filmed doing it, and you can't get out of it. Yeah, yeah. And there's that look in your face. Good.
0: But in a way, the the amazing thing about TV now is it's so disposable that yes. most thing. You know, I've Thankfully. done I've done some embarrassing things that I don't think anyone has seen. Yeah. New, it, and you yeah. and I got blah 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 pounds for them as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think, oh, good, that was all right. Actually, <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. happy. To... <laughs> has anyone seen? Has anyone seen it yet? Best man speech. Did anyone ever see me in that show? Yeah. Oh, one person. So, <laughs> what was that? It was show? good, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> we found the one Dutch person
0: <laughs> no it was very poor <laughs> it was good it was good pay for three days work is all we can say about it. I thought it was quite a good idea for a show. a show it was good, but it was on ITV3 or something oh, it was, uh, like at the time when that was re- I mean really yeah. new and uh, they pitched it saying the idea is you know you take a, someone who's going to be a best man at a wedding and you teach them how to do a, a good speech right. Yeah. As a comedian, I thought that could be quite an interesting show, you know, because that's people are always emailing. I don't think you get that, but people always email me saying, yeah. "What well, I've got, I have done what to do. I've yeah. got, I've got a, a, a one joke uh, that will work. Uh, actually, probably only in a heterosexual marriage. It might work in the in both, uh, but uh, I, this is the joke I always send. So don't email me. This is the joke. Uh, you say, <laughs> I, "I hope any children that come from this uh, union will have uh, the looks of their mother." and the brains of their mother. Uh, That's your joke. That's the joke. That's That's a guaranteed fantastic joke joke, uh, for a wedding. Uh, So I thought it would be a bit like that, but it was just like doing loads of fucking stupid stunts, like I had to stand on a balcony while a guy pretended he'd broken both his arms and tried to get passers-by to help him use his mobile phone.
1: Why were you on a balcony? To
0: help him with his best man speech. Well, I was watching it so that he didn't know, so I I think I could talk to him and give him... Yeah. Uh, okay. No, no, do something else. <laughs> uh, ask them to help you with the phone.
1: Oh, God. Yeah,
0: that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a nice, do a nice, I think I did, maybe it was just one guy, I can't remember now, but the it was, it was, guy was a nice guy that yeah. I remember, or two guys. Um, but it was just, it was a shame, because they just sort of turned it into sort of stupid something. And on the first day, Dave Gorman was also nearly going to do it. And he was, he was umming an R and saying, I'm not sure, is it going to be any good? On the first day, the first thing we did was all right. And I rang him and said, oh, it's all right, Dave. I think it's going to be okay. Yeah. So he signed up to do it as well on that. And then, like this afternoon, I went, oh, no, it's no. And he was too late. He was already doing it. So yeah. he, he never quite forgave me for that, I don't think. Um, <laughs> but no one ever saw it. That woman that saw it. Woman and she liked it, it like really. It. She's just saying she didn't like it now. It was pretty bad, wasn't it? We had to go to an old folks' home to do jokes written in an old folks' home. Oh, God and uh, none of the things that would help you what you want is a and sit down and go here's what you do yeah think about it because it's actually quite easy doing a best man speech or like any of those speeches I think you just have to tell a few I've seen some terrible wedding speeches right yeah from people who seem not don't seem to know their family members or their friends very well Or just
1: go way too inappropriate too early
0: on or just print something off the internet and you know think i'll just read a load of jokes off the internet and that's not the way we just tell two stories about the person that are not are a little bit yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) they're a little bit funny them doing something a bit embarrassing or them doing something you know yeah and it's quite easy and then say something nice
1: yeah, and keep it short. and keep
0: it short and keep fuck it, off. Yeah,
1: five minutes <laughs> yeah. max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less is more.
0: Though, so, having said that, when I did my... I didn't prepare for my my wedding speech. <laughs> you
1: didn't? <laughs> you probably podcasted, was... though, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Some money to be made out of this,
0: <laughs> I was quite drunk and I hadn't really... I kind of had a couple of ideas, but I hadn't done enough. Yeah. Luckily at uh, my wedding, um, there was, it was, they had like t- 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 table arrangements with like little different things. Yeah. And so they had some mints and they had some lip balm. And just before I did my... Yeah, which is quite weird. But just before I did my speech, my mum leaned over and said, um, your dad's just eaten the lip balm. <laughs> <laughs> he thought that it was cheese. <laughs> so he'd spread it on a, oh. on a biscuit. I mean, and go... What? Why is it in a tiny little box? This and is fair expensive camel bear. And then, didn't you realise when you were eating it that it wasn't cheese? Minty cheese. <laughs> so I just laughed at my dad for three minutes. That's enough. Isn't it? <laughs> that it. Yeah, that's enough. But it was. It was a week. I was weak, so I wasn't the person to ask. Anyway, uh, let's move on. You, st- you studied psychology at York University. Yeah. Yeah, can you do me? Can you do me now? No, <laughs> I very. I I
1: I I really didn't attend an awful lot of um, lectures. Yeah. I was interested. I went to York because it had a good psychology course and it also had a really pretty pers- prospectus. Yeah, it, I can't York, word, was, prospectus. I
0: York was one of my choices. I really yeah. I, I wanted to. I, grew, I was born near York, so Were you? Yeah. So yeah. Kind of, but then we moved away. So I was really keen to go, but I really love York.
1: Yeah, because I, I, I was still at school in Glasgow and I was quite keen to move quite far away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I ended up in York. It wasn't... Yeah. Um, it was a bit square, York. It, was, it? Yeah. it was a bit square. Yeah. I wish I'd gone to Manchester or Leeds, something like that. I used to yeah. go through to Manchester and Leeds for music gigs. Yes. Yeah. But I did psychology because I, th- I thought I wanted to do that and then I sort of as you, as you learn it you go oh this is what it's about is it blindfold a pigeon <laughs> <laughs> get it to walk around a maze no but as I get older and doing it I'm I'm I, I, I'm fascinated by human behaviour yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I mean that's that aspect of it I really like yeah. I love watching people I love watching pe- I love watching people misunderstand each other. I love how you know when you see those little things happening and yeah. you just go, Oh, that'll lead to an argument. <laughs> oh, he she sort of said that, oh dear God, here we go. And then oh, there it is, lovely. So I quite I do I am quite interested in yeah. human behaviour.
0: I think I mean, know, that but I sort of think I, by the time I got to university I was you know, I'd been quite a swap, but I would I, I sort of rebelled and didn't want to do any studying. Yeah. And didn't do any. I really studied nothing at all. And I kind of, really, if it was, I'd quite like to go back now. I would. You should defer that. it till you're yeah. 50, and then go go back and I learn some the, stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wasn't ready to go. No. I had other questions in my mind about who I was and where I wanted to be. I mean, what I wasn't terribly academic, and. Um, you know, I got distracted by everything, everything, you know. I joined the Pothole Society. <laughs> I, did, I did everything. I did. I was a member of the Octopus Sports Club, which is underwater hockey. All right. Yeah, that's a thing. Sounds like
0: York was pretty cool to that me. Underwater
1: hockey, that's what I've spent most of my time playing, which is right. where you have fins and a mask and a snorkel, and you have this little... Um, bat thing and you play with an ice hockey puck on the bottom of a pool (laughs) and it's quite aggressive there's quite a few bloody noses Um, but it wasn't studying
0: what (laughs) else did I do? it must be quite hard to referee that it's quite difficult to referee yeah
1: Yeah, you lose a few referees (laughs) they don't bring a snorkel there it's a ridiculous stupid sport and clearly not a spectator sport Um, (laughs) I don't know whether this people still play it, but I just—I spent most of my time at university just fanning around.
0: You did it in an aquarium, in one of those things where people can walk underneath. Oh, that'd be quite good, yeah, wouldn't it? Watch, yeah, watch up from underneath. That would should be do quite that.
1: good. Yeah,
0: and they should leave the sharks in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> they make yeah. it be interesting. That'd be far more interesting. <laughs> that would be far. I'd,
1: I'd like that. I'd like that. Yeah. Because I've learned to scuba dive in my in, in, recently, but right. in the last four years. So I, I, all of my spare time now, we go scuba diving. I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love it. I that's bloody that, love it. That's not. I don't. A lot, none of these adventure things appeal to me at all. What do you I, like about?
1: it? I like feeling completely and utterly insignificant. Uh, it's a, it's a real joy. But it's, I, I like it because it's peaceful and it's, it's. You can, nobody can talk to you, but people can still irritate you though. Um, <laughs> I was diving a couple of weeks ago. We went to Lanzarote. Went to Lanzarote oh, nice. diving. Which is, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I thought it'd be quite Brits abroad, but it wasn't. It was, it was nice. And, um, um, you know, it's quite an expensive hobby to have. You've got to buy a bit of stuff. And, yeah. it, and you've got to fly out places and all that sort of stuff. And you do, I do it because it relaxes me, but there was this French bloke on our dive, he was a right arsehole, and he kept sort of swimming in front of me and sort of cutting me off at various things. I'd be looking at something, and then his fin would come into my face, and it was a real moment, sort of 30 metres down, going, Christ, how far away from people you actually have to go I mean, I've gone through a lot of trouble here. I'm wearing a very constricting wetsuit, a very heavy tank, six kilograms of weight. I've done two lots of courses. I've flown around the world to have a bit of peace. And now there's some French arsehole right in front of me, finning me in the face. I mean, how far away do I have to go? It's um, space, I think, the is the space. next thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, so you've just finished your tour. You, what, what, you're not going to do Edinburgh this year? No. Um, I do one-on, one-off. Do you, yeah? Yeah,
1: because... Um, I, well, I, I can't write a good enough hour and a... I mean, your level of work and your productivity just, it just blows my mind. Because I'm like, oh, an hour every cattle of years, that'll do it, that'll be alright. And I think if you're going to Edinburgh, you really need to like your show, and you really need to like the words that you're saying, and yeah. it just takes me too long to write an hour that I'm happy to do for that full month, because there's nothing worse than going up there, finding yourself there for 27 nights in a row, or whatever, and on the first night going, oh, this is shit, isn't it? <laughs> How many more of these have we got to do? So I like to go, knowing I've got a show that I'm going to enjoy doing for the month because then yeah. if you enjoy it, the audience enjoy it much more they can see you enjoying right. it yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So what are you going to do, are you going to be working on a new I've show? i got to drink <laughs> six
1: pack of beer on the, uh, yeah. on the beach <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Brighton, why not? <laughs> if it's a sunny August, yeah, I'll be there we we'll will be four pack on the beach <laughs> I really should be doing some work but um, I've got some gigs booked in I've got yeah. some bits and bobs doing but... Um, I'm going to enjoy summer.
0: Yeah, that... I mean, I did. I mean, aside from, I was mentioning backstage, one of the summers that I took off, I did do all 12 shows here instead of...
1: That's doing really not...
0: Which wasn't really... But, it, but it, even though it was only on Fridays and Saturdays, so although I had to learn them in the week and write a new show yeah. uh, for the end, it was kind of nice not... was quite full It was quite... quite full on. It was more work than going to Edinburgh. Yeah. Uh, last year, oh, I went to bloody... Um, Indiana, that was weird. that's the same as going to Alaska. You went, to, went, what for? went to Indiana to see my wife's dying uncle. Right. Well, we didn't know he was dying, but then he died. Oh,
1: <laughs> while you were there?
0: Yeah. Books! Um... <laughs> <laughs> We knew he was going to die, but we thought we had We thought we had a bit more time yeah. it wasn't funny, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. talked about it a bit last week. Uh, kind of, it was like one of those things it was one of those things which, there was so much in it, yes, but it's kind of my in-laws and I yeah. think if I talk about it too much I'm, I'll upset a lot of people, yes. so uh, one day I' get to write about a <laughs> uh, very strange experience I had in Warsaw, Indiana. Warsaw, Warsaw, yeah, like Warsaw in Poland, oh, but in right. Indiana, yeah, and it's right in the heart of Trump territory. Com- yeah, basically, it's, you know, yeah. we went to lunch with one of the my my wife's auntie's friends who was had five, six Trump banners in the front of her garden, yeah.
1: you know, it's and uh, yeah. was
0: saying, know, oh, it's all because of Benghazi. That's why I'm voting for Trump." For
1: Benghazi, because ben- Ga- ben- ben- well, you
0: know, because of the uh, that's Libya. what it was, wasn't it? Where Clinton uh, with the the uh, diplomat diplomat got killed, and so they all yeah. blamed uh clinton for that but they, but as with all these things they were all just looking for the reason to say i'm voting yeah. it's like brexit we're all the reason people were yeah. able to say it's because of the nhs bus yeah that's the reason we're voting that wasn't true oh well,
1: well it's, i mean I...
0: <laughs> oh well i thought that was a reason you voted yeah does yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not matter though
1: i met a bloke in a bar in alaska and it, that was it. Was in the it was his bar, and we got talking. And he said, "So where are you, where are you guys from? You know?" And uh, I said, "Well, we live in the UK." And he went, "Brexit!" Oh, no! <laughs> and I was like, "Wow! How is this even affecting you? It's, why would you?" you and I, I was really fascinated by you know. And I said, "Well." I said, why? You know, they really hate Merkel over there. They right, really yeah. hate German. They really hate Merkel. This is really interesting. Um, but I had to explain to him that, um, yeah, we were all different nationalities around the table and that, you know, yeah. my, my Irish dad, my um, Irish stroke American brother, my Dutch friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> no, it's all, well, as it occurs to me, which is coming out soon, and maybe out by the time the first episodes might be out by the time we uh, well, this one airs. Uh, but I, I talked about that. There's in in Warsaw they had um, on the school field. Like there was a school, and it was it was the holiday time. Yeah, but they. would They'd erected like loads of little white crosses on the school fields, and each of those crosses represented four abortions that had happened in in the the county that Warsaw was in, since like 1978 or something. The remarkable thing I thought was not not that many crosses for, and if you really care about abortions, why make every cross four? Make every cross one. Every, every <laughs> foetus is an individual, yeah, yeah. surely. It's like, oh, I want to represent... Oh, God, that's yeah, a yeah. lot of work. That's a, that's a, that's a lot of whittling. <laughs> I mean, but then, you know, you sort of think you're driving your kids past their school, going, what's, yeah. why is the field full of Cross? cross oh, they're for reported foetuses. So it's in a school field? It's in a school playing in the field. The you see, level.
1: if that had happened over here, parents are going, you see, if that hadn't happened, your classroom size would be even bigger. <laughs>
0: lucky stars so yeah it's, it was an experience it wasn't somewhere you would choose to go on holiday i no. think alaska's probably not somewhere maybe they would choose well i mean the
1: landscape's beautiful yeah, the yeah. landscape is really stunning it yeah. is really really stunning
0: i saw amish people and stuff like that that was quite good so, yeah, yeah we that's... went for a day for, to the amish country and yeah went around the amish museum world heritage the site yeah don't like buttons the amish like what? don't like buttons or
1: they don't like buttons. Buttons
0: or beards. They've got beards. But it's boots. because... Um, no, it was that part of the beard. The moustache bit. Oh, why
1: don't they have... Why, with the free-floating... Because,
0: um, because it's because the German people that sent them all... There was a big hoo in Germany. Mm. And uh, <laughs> they, didn't like, they didn't like what they were going on about. Their, their yeah. version of Christianity was slightly different. And, you know, if Jesus said anything, it was make sure you fight anyone who doesn't exactly agree with you. Broadly agrees with you, but doesn't exactly agree with yeah. you. Make sure you and I think those German guys had big moustaches and big buttons and so they just like, the guys who kind of uh, I think this is right correct me if I <laughs> if there any uh, the problem is no Amish people are going to be listening are they? that's the problem so if, you, uh, if you're an Amish person listening in, please write in with a quill pen <laughs> on a parchment and You're put it on the pigeon. you am not going
1: to be a doing a on this like, subject anytime soon.
0: I quite like them. They, they, they also, um, they sort of have little tricks to get round it. So oh, they hang would... on, if
1: they haven't got buttons and I presume they don't have zips.
0: Yeah, no, they no zips.
1: Well, how do they um,
0: do up their pants? There was one kind of, I think there was, there was, there was one sort of fastening they were allowed. A There a lot a of There was a lot of pins. Oh, okay. Uh, I think there was they were allowed to have buttons uh, somewhere, but it's it, but it was because of the the persecution. But there was also this thing where they now some of them have businesses and they need websites and phones to run yeah. their businesses. So they're allowed to uh, like, use, they're allowed to have a, use a phone, but only if it's sort of an inconvenient distance away. From where <laughs> <laughs> so They're kind of adapting a little yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, I go, need a phone, it? I yeah, need yes. to go on the internet. All right, well, as long as you use that phone that's over there, yeah. that's okay.
1: One of those ones that's still attached to the
0: wall. The, yeah. But oh, this is inconvenient. But right? it's quite there's a lot of good things about it and the, what the way the Amish community works is if like someone uh, has a misfortune, the rest of the community get, come round and help them. Yes. So they don't believe in insurance because I think it's gambling but whatever, it's not allowed. Okay. So if someone's barn burns down, yeah. then everyone else just comes and gives them stuff uh, which, you know, is yeah. uh, quite apt just at the moment as well. But you know that, that, the way the community just comes together. So if some, they don't need insurance because they'll just help each other if someone's ill or if someone needs to be sent to college or whatever, nice they'll nice all to club you. together to make that happen. Yeah. And it's a community. So I can't there was lots of really brilliant things about it but you know God, let someone have does a moustache really if they
1: want though? it does it really work because I bet you I bet you still get the odd arsehole <laughs> doesn't matter what system you put in place isn't it like I oh, can't be asked to work. just wait for somebody to bring me some jam fudge <laughs> maybe a Kit Kat um <laughs> Yeah, no, it is interesting.
0: Yeah. So you yeah. know it's it's kind of weird. it's sort of interesting going to a place on holiday that you would never choose to go on. Yeah, holiday. yeah. And uh and then you sort of see but that you sort of saw the real America as well as this and then within this America this kind of weird like throwback to something yeah. else that still exists within America. So that's sort you know, and America is so such a melting pot. Yeah, and so many different things. So for some that it's very you know, you've got to admire their they their grids to yeah, stay yeah, saying <laughs> no, we're not gonna integrate. Nope, no, no,
1: mm-hmm. that's wholesome cart
0: still, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was you know, it was interesting, but then you know someone died in to cope with that. <laughs> so it was uh, a man I didn't know died and uh, I saw his dead body. Oh <sighs> One day, it will be, be like, I'll do a funny uh, play about it one day. Don't you, don't you worry, it's going to be fun. Hey, look, we're, we're going to have to stop talking to me. It's been very lo- lovely talking to you. Um, there was loads I was going to talk to you about. We didn't get around to, um, so you may maybe have. to When you won the Nivea Funny Woman competition, yeah. did, they, did loads you get free of Nivea? Nivea? Yeah.
1: I had the best skin for about six months. <laughs> yeah. It was very moist for yeah. about six months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple of tops of that. Yeah. Yeah. I wish it had been sponsored by Absolute, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, I'm going to take a random... Should I do a random one or should I... I'll ask you one from the back of here. I think there might be a couple of good ones in the back of here. Let's have a look. Um, we'll see. Uh, Hey this is guy just saw I just saw I just tweeted this today but there was, this is kind of this isn't going to be funny this is kind of interesting uh, I was looking at the Voyager space probe you know and there was, then there was a thing on Twitter mm. showing there's 116 images of the planet earth and things on the planet earth that Carl Sagan and the people at NASA decided to send out on this gold disk into space right so that if aliens find it that will represent what the human beings are and on a what disk. human life yeah on a kind of gold disk that could play Music and and show pictures. Right. Sent, out, out, on the, sent out in 6. anyone know? It must have been 1970s, was it? Oh 77, yes, Because yes, yes. it yeah. comes back in uh, Star Trek, doesn't it? And it uh, tries to destroy the world. So watch out for that. <laughs> what? Uh, what? One photo would you send out to aliens? It's a difficult last question. I'll do. I'll do a one about bumming it there to end. Sorry, no, I'm saving bumming for next week. <laughs> 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 What photo what photo, I, what photo would you think would sum up here? It's quite a difficult thing No, know. They had to send out 116 photos, or they only had a certain amount on there. Is there the a moment, thing you would like to send out? At
1: the moment, I think it would probably be a photo of Trump, which sounds quite... But, but just to go, it came to this. <laughs> it came to... It. Finally, we screwed it up so badly and created a system so off its head that it came... To this, it ended with this because I think it might well end with this. You know, it's uh, it's um, because if there is a nuclear war, uh, uh, cockroaches and his hair are the only two things that will now survive. Yeah. That will to- that will totally take a. a- a blast
0: maybe a picture of a cockroach in Donald Trump's, Trump's hair <laughs> yeah. this is what the human
1: race was reduced to I'm, I'm totally awesome cockroach oh my god I'm the most amazing cockroach in the world I'm the most amazing cockroach I mean when I was watching him last week two weeks ago when he was in Saudi Arabia yeah. and I was just watching and I went what am I looking at here and I thought, I'm looking at a bloke to be a reality TV star and is now the President of the United States, who a few months ago wanted to ban Muslims from entering the USA. He's now in Saudi Arabia, talking about extremism to a regime that beheads protesters and flogs homosexuals. I mean, you could not make this shit up. This is why fake news is so much more appealing than reality these days. It's gone completely tits up, so that's... I think that's probably it's not a joyful I'd send that and maybe a picture of a, a hammerhead shark because I like that as well. <laughs> I'd go, Which of these two is more dangerous?
0: Yeah. It could have been you, could have, you could have been the reality TV star could that was me, president mate. of a I'd have
1: I, gone proper Kim Young on. I'd have gone really <laughs> I'd have started out all nicey nicey and then gone, Do you know what? Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be carried
0: around on the gold throne. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be tempting to be, you know. I mean, he's already got that propensity anyway before it, he was it, depressed. Totally. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Well, it's been lovely to talk to you. You must come back again because there's so many things to talk to you about. But ladies and gentlemen, give a massive round of applause. Zoe Lyons! <laughs> You have been listening to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast with me, retiring, and my guest, Zoe Lyons. The music is, as always, by PES. Thanks very much to everyone at the British Comedy Guide, everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre, everyone at Go Faster Stripe. Uh, thank you to my producer, Ben Walker. He's back. Uh, this is <laughs> Go Faster Stripe, Fuzz and Sky Potato Production. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you've enjoyed this show and want to help us make more, please go to gofasterstripe.com. You can either become a monthly badger, give us a pound a month you'll get access to backstage interviews all sorts of fun also get a badge and also get emails telling you who's coming up way before everyone else gets to find out all sorts of benefits or you can just go and buy an emergency questions book or some uh, leon Edlaw postcards and badges all of that money we plowed straight back into making more podcasts for you thanks for listening see you next time on richard Tang's that's square theater podcast